0: Welcome, Allison. Episode number
1: thirty. Thirty. Saca la cuenta. How do you say that again?
0: Saca la cuenta. Thirty. Thirty. That's three zero. Thirty.
1: Mm-hmm. Thirty. Okay.
0: Well, that's a, that's that's a, a third of uh, almost third. A third
1: of what? Of hundred. Oh, of a hundred. <laughs> I thought you were saying third <laughs> of the year. I was like, there are fifty-two weeks. Anyway,
0: anyway, um, we have a very interesting conversation today.
1: We have a very interesting conversation with Justin Douglas, um, with a company called Lumio, mm-hmm. and they do solar panel sales.
0: Yeah, what, what are your thoughts about solar panels?
1: Uh, <laughs> 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 That's my thoughts from a real estate perspective on solar panels. I've sold one house with solar panels. Mm-hmm. And it was a challenge, yeah. Um, yeah. From the financing <coughs> perspective mm-hmm. to just the contact or lack thereof with the solar panel company to finding buyers who were willing to take on solar panels.
0: <coughs> yeah, and that's that's an issue um, that has been throughout the years. You know, the, the lack of uh, accountability. Yes. From companies that. They, they speak really well. They say, you know, this is your panels. You know, you can buy them outright or you can listen. Now, it is my understanding that Justin uh, works for a company that has a new option, which is a loan.
1: Yes. so <coughs> And Justin's me. a client of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing I can say about him is he truly believes in solar. Um, you know, he's not one of these salespeople that's just selling something for the paycheck. Like yeah. He really is invested in this and believes that this is a great option for renewable energy. So let's take a listen and see what he has to say. All right,
0: let's listen. All right. And welcome, Justin. How are you doing today, man?
2: What's up, y'all? Doing great.
1: Thank you so much for coming on and taking the time to talk with us today. So Carlos, Justin is a client of mine mm-hmm. um, that, gosh, we met... Back in what? February? Yeah. Sometime around then. Um, but he actually is in solar panel sales, mm-hmm. which I thought would be a great topic for our podcast because it's a question we get all the time. All the time, Justin. In real estate. You know, are solar panels worth the money? Do they increase the value of my home, decrease the value of my home? So tell us a little bit about you, um, the company that you work for, and give us the scoop. Yeah, absolutely. So one, thanks for the opportunity, I appreciate it. Hopefully I can be a value add to, whether it's homeowners listening, or even agents or brokers. Cause you're right, solar is a controversial topic, and a lot is changing. So
3: uh, I'm excited to at least give you guys, like, you know, at least what I have found, I've been in solar sales for almost five years. Um, started as like a little door-to-door sales guy. So I'm sorry if you had a door-to-door salesperson come by. <laughs> I trained them, okay? <laughs> so be nice to them. Um,
1: but you know, we, we try to, to be sales, nice to uh, those people because we don't want people running us off when they see us. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
3: so it's fun. It's definitely an interesting job. You meet a lot of cool people. Um,
2: but, you know... I happened to join solar because I was always wanting to get into sales. I like the aspect of working
3: with people. So I thought about real estate, mortgages, thought about insurance. Um, But I found that, you know, the industry is shifting in how people buy their power. Um, And so whenever I was sitting down looking at the studies, you know, 30 to 40% of Europe and other countries have made the switch to renewable energy, specifically residential renewable energy. And I said, okay, well, that's cool. What is, what is the U.S. sitting at? And United States was at less than three percent. Wow, that's like, a big oh, yeah. difference. Like, wow, like that's a big like growth opportunity. Like, why is it? Why are we not making the switch? And I think it, you know, it, this is what I found out is most people don't know how solar works. You know, they don't know the financial gain. They don't know the risks. They don't know the pros or the cons. And that's where Lumio came into existence. I helped, you know, when I first started. You know, we were actually a company called Atlantic Energy. We grew it to, you know, somewhere around $300 million. Uh, Within the first two years, we merged, became a company called Lumio, worth about $2 billion, been listed on Forbes, CNET, Yahoo Finance, and we're looking to actually go public. And our main focus was informing homeowners. It was, hey, how can we get the information about solar into homeowners' hands without being salesy, without being pushy, without being manipulative, doing it the right way. Um, and I caught on. I thought it was a great product. I thought the mission behind the company was, was great. And obviously, like it's worked out really well for us. So I came to Columbia, South Carolina about two years ago, mm-hmm. a year and a half ago, um, yeah, right at two years ago. And I happened to be here, grow the market, work with a lot of college students and helping with their sales skills um, and then also helping reach you know reach the demographics here. Our office does somewhere between thirty to forty million dollars in revenue a year, which is pretty awesome. Um, get the opportunity to lead that, and so yeah, like that's that's kind of the gist behind me and behind Lumio. And I'm here to answer any questions you guys have. I have a couple things that I think might help, but. Um,
0: I do. Your question. I do have a couple of questions. First one, Lumio, um, the company that you work for, do you manufacture your own panels and your own
1: equipment?
3: Good question. So. No, I, I don't even think there is a solar sales company that
0: manufactures their own equipment. Um, sales guys aren't really good at engineering. Okay, um, right? so Lumio, <laughs> is just, kind of <laughs> Lumio is is mostly sales and service, correct? And installation?
3: Right. Yeah, so Lumio handles everything from the customer engagement to the sales process, permitting, getting it installed, and in the, the post-sale services. But all the equipment uh, will come from manufacturers. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, uh, what's really cool is Columbia just have, this is good for people here in Colombia. there's a company called Enphase Technology. It's the number one microinverter producer for solar, right? Commercial and residential, they're massive. They just moved their manufacturing facility to West Columbia.
0: You have to, jobs. You have to educate us a little bit on what is microinverter.
3: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So basically what happens is when a when a solar panel sits on a home, it makes energy, mm-hmm. but it's not usable. You have to invert that energy into usable energy, right? So every panel has a, and what a microinverter does is each
1: panel has its own inverter attached to it, Okay. They're, you know, making the energy usable. Right. So that, that's what a microinverter does. Okay. So you're saying that West Columbia now has a manufacturer for that.
3: Yep, for one of the number one uh, microinverter companies in the world, so that's kind of kind
1: of awesome. That's really good to know.
0: So, what would be, for example, let's play a little bit of a role play here to make it easier for us to 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 get the questions that many mm-hmm. homeowners install. What's your main pitch? You are approaching me. I'm a homeowner, and we meet, and I show you some interest on learning about. I'm not mm-hmm. committed yet. But I want to learn a little bit more about Solar panels.
3: Yeah, so what I typically go, go over with homeowners are three just three areas. One, how does it work with the power company, right? Mm-hmm. Some people think that if you were to go solar, that you're completely excommunicating Dominion Energy or Mid-Carolina or your local power company. Uh, but that's not the case. You actually need them whenever you have solar on, on your home. Um, I think this is really good to know and then I'll jump over to point number two. It's before you had to purchase batteries to store energy. I'm sure you guys have seen on Facebook, Tesla Powerwalls, a Generac, you know, generator that are a battery to store energy. Well those jokers are twenty to thirty grand. They ain't free, like they're twenty mm-hmm. to thirty thousand dollars and that's where a lot of people had to pay out of pocket. There is an upfront cost involved with solar. Um, but nowadays the government mandates some of the power companies to act as the battery for the homeowner. So it's called the Net Meter Program. So all the panels make energy, and it actually gets stored at the power company for you. They'll just send you energy back whenever you need it. It's called Net Metering. So how do the you, homeowner, I explain how all that works.
0: Yeah, how do you transmit that power that you generate in my house? How do you generate that to your... and? I believe that you should have uh, what a battery storage facility somewhere locally? The, uh, the power company would act as the battery is the analogy that we, we would use. So you're still a client of, let's say you're with Dominion Energy, mm-hmm. your main provider in the area, you're still going to be a client of Dominion Energy. Mm-hmm. They're just acting as a battery slash pseudo bank account. So example,
3: if you're made a hundred dollars worth of energy, okay? All $100 has to be stored somewhere before you can use it. Correct. Right, just like a bank account. If I got paid $100 today, like they're not handed to me in cash, it goes to my bank account. And then I can pull from my bank account as much as I need. So you're going to make $100 worth of energy. You're going to store that Dominion Energy. This month, let's say you only need 80 bucks worth of power. That's cool. You only pull $80 from Dominion. You have $20 left over. It just rolls over month after month after month after month. And it continues to accumulate.
0: And Dominion does, does Dominion charge extra for storing uh, power? No, you're just going to continue to pay your account charge. Every power company has a base
3: fee mm-hmm. to have their meter on the side of the house, so you'll always pay that. Depending on your power company, Mid Carolina is like thirty bucks a month, and Dominion somewhere around ten bucks a month.
1: Okay, that's what I was going to ask you. If you had any idea what that that account fee would be, so.
3: You already pay it. If you look at your power bill, you'll see exactly what your account fee is. Okay. Yeah. And that's charging you outside of the power that you're buying from the power
1: company. And I'm probably an irresponsible consumer because I don't look at that because I have to have powers. <laughs>
2: so I just agree. pay I the did. bill. <laughs> of course you
1: do. So, Justin, if, for example, this summer we had lots of sunny days. So I'm assuming people probably accumulated more. Um, power during that time than they would say as we're going into the fall and winter where it's more dreary is that correct and shorter days shorter days it, too. it
3: depends right It depends on every, everybody has a different habit and lifestyle mm-hmm. some people like their AC at 80 degrees and 78 degrees in the summer well guess what they're gonna make more energy than they use right Because mm-hmm. in the winter they crank up their heat in the winter they're using more power than what they're making is fine On the flip, for my house, you go to my house right now, it's set at 69 degrees. Mm -hmm. That's what I keep it at. So my summer bills are, they're they're hot, right? They're $700 a month, right? They're extremely high because I'm using a lot of power, right? But my winter, I mean, I like it cold, so I don't use any energy. So I'm actually making more power during my winter months than I am in my summer months. So my winter time, I'm banking, I'm saving all my extra electricity, So when the summertime comes around and my AC's cranking, Mm -hmm. I can actually pull that energy. But every home is different. So what we do as a a company is we want to get your individual power bill, take a look at what your needs are over the last 12 months. How Mm -hmm. much power are you using? We're going to look at your roof, how much sunlight hours you get, the pitch and angles, how many panels you need. So that way we can generate a custom proposal to see how many panels are needed. Because the whole end goal is for you to not have a power bill With the power company, who wants to pay the power company?
1: They're not giving you any financial gain. There's no payoff. There's no increased property value potentially. There's nothing. They're just going to continue to raise the rates. So what are we... Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's okay. What are we looking at cost-wise? I mean, you know, okay, so sounds good. I can bank energy, use energy, pay my $10 a month because I'm on Dominion. But what am I looking at out of pocket If I'm interested in this.
3: Yeah. So first thing is, you know, there's no out-of-pocket costs. I've never had a client in five years that they had to write me a check, make a down payment, or make any type of investment. Right? To me, that's the biggest myth bust in solar. People think that there's upfront costs, so therefore they have to wait five, six, seven years to get a return on their investment. Solar is not an investment. It's a terrible investment. You don't invest in solar. Solar is just a power bill. The biggest picture is looking at we are just going to be a federal power company versus your local power company. You have to pay one or the other. You either pay the solar panel company or you pay the power company. Okay, but there is what is your cost, Mm -hmm. right? It's dependent, right? Because everybody uses a little bit more, uses a little bit less, so we customize it. Example of my if I go to a home that's $200 a month to the power company every single year, and that's subject to continue to increase with no payoff date, then what we do is we say, Hey, we're gonna generate the exact same amount of electricity that that you're getting from the power company, but the difference is we're gonna do it through solar, we're gonna give you a fixed rate bill, it will never increase for 25 years, there's no out of pocket costs, and it's 160 to 180,
0: depending on what they qualify for. So they actually save money the very first month. And that and that's and that's the money that you pay in order to get the installation, to get the manufacturing, to so you're basically talking about a lease, correct? You're leasing the gear, you're leasing the panels, you're you're financing, you're assuming the cost of the of the solar panels. However,
3: so there's two ways to do solar. You can either buy it or you can lease it. Mm-hmm. Right, so if you lease it, there's no loan involved. There's no, I don't even need someone social. We just give them our panels and they pay us. That's the lease option. The loan option is you can purchase the panels yourself, but there's still no down payment. So, um... so upfront, pause, you can buy the panels and have an end date where you owe them the panels. You can pay them off in 10 years, 15, 20, it doesn't matter. Every time I pay it out, every time swear, every time I pin it out, as long as they have good sun hours on their roof, they save money the very first month, and they save money over time. So if someone's moving in 12 to 18 months, well, why should I get solar if I'm moving in 12 to 18 months? I'll never see a return on my investment. Right? That's how solar was before when you had to invest. All I'm going to do is just put solar on that home, make all the energy while you live there, and it's going to be cheaper. It's cheaper to make your energy on your rooftop than get it from the power
0: company. So what if, now that you're mentioning the sale situation, right? Because that's that's the one that we get exposed to mm-hmm. a lot of the time. I signed, I signed a contract with you. How long do you usually run those lease contracts? What's the minimum time commitment?
3: Uh, it's a, It depends on what the client wants. Okay,
0: typically so let's typically
3: do, say... We do a 25-year
0: guarantee. 25-year. Okay, so let's say that uh that's a that's a long commitment by the way you know but let's say hey i want to give solar a shot you know but i don't think that i'm going to be living in this house for more than 2 years and there's no guarantee that the person that comes behind me actually wants to have a solar panel on the roof you know because yeah. they don't care they don't want it they've heard stories about the leaking roof and and people destroying their shingles or whatever it is, you know? They don't want it. They don't want it. They don't believe in that. They don't want it. What would you tell to those that situation?
3: Yeah, so I get that question for every single client. And you guys are in real estate and those listening, you guys get it. Like, people aren't going to be in a home for 30 years. Like, I signed a 30-year mortgage with Allison, right? Bro, I ain't going to be there for 30 years, (laughs) right?
1: No, you were like, I might be here too. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so like, that's the biggest like hurdle that people have to overcome is understanding what happens when I move. So the first thing that Lumio and the solar industry did was take a look at every possible reason why someone couldn't go solar and provide a solution like leaks in the roof. Cool, we'll just provide a 25-year leak warranty. Guaranteed. Done. What if the panels break? 25-year warranty. Done. Right? So we we can solve these problems. Same thing with moving. That was a big problem before because you had to stay in the home forever or the next person had to want to do the solar, right? So like that's where that's where I think the biggest the biggest thing that we need the most in the industry between, you know, real estate and solar is to come together, right? And Mm -hmm. problem solve. Rather than real estate agents, because I've been on the phone with them and they're like F solar, F you guys, it doesn't make sense. But the homeowner sitting with me going, it makes sense to me. Something's not adding up. Yeah. So the number one thing that I would challenge every single real estate agent is to be open-minded and every single homeowner is to be open-minded, right? This change is going to happen. The government's pushing for it. We don't have a choice. So if you, you know, the number one business lesson I've ever learned is to adapt. Adapt or die. Right, my company is generating a thousand to two thousand homes a week with solar. So that's one to two thousand less clients that that real estate agents are not going to go and sell because they're unfamiliar with how solar works. Right. So if you want to have a competitive edge as a brokerage or as a real estate agent, you know, get some training with a local power company, with a local solar company, and saying, okay, we're seeing every ten homes in California have solar. Like, how do I sell it? South Carolina is the third most moved to state because it has a low cost of living. So people are going to be looking for those low costs of living. And if someone has a, a solar panel on their roof that's giving them a lower power bill and the cost of living is lower, more people are going to want to buy that and look into that. Yeah.
1: So, Justin, let's say this you know, client has had solar through Lumio on their house for two years. I go on the listing appointment what do I need to know about this contract that they're in with Lumio how do I present that to potential buyers is it something that they can terminate at any time is it something that is transferable to the next buyer at the cost that that um, seller is locked into now can they have the panels removed if they don't want them? What are the yep. options for us as, as real estate agents?
3: Yeah. So here's the, here's the cold hard truth, right? The biggest issue before was that the panels were not transferable, right? So they had to take the total cost of the 25-year loan. Let's say the panels were fifty grand. Mm-hmm. They would take a $300,000 home. And they would have to assume a $50,000 debt on top of it, like well, mm-hmm. selling a home that's worth 300 grand for 350. Doesn't add up, right? Exactly. So, so that's, that's how it happened before, and I think that's what scares a lot of people. The way that solar works now, as long as it's done by a decent company, you know, most of the bad companies have either gone bankrupt or left, right? Is that you make it transferable, right? So what happens is if the bill is $200 a month, even though it's fifty grand on paper over twenty five years, which I mean, you're going to pay the power company that anyway, right? Yeah. I mean, you're in a you're in a contract with Dominion. When you guys have a listing, do you guys go in and say, "Hey, you're stuck with Dominion. They had a fourteen percent rate increase. Yeah. You don't have a choice. You're subject to pay over the next thirty years sixty grand to Dominion. Are you okay with buying the home? No. You so
0: don't you, you do have what's you don't have so any pay increases
3: with solar. What happens with solar is that you can actually go ahead and put it on a lower rate and a fixed rate, bring that cost of living down. So if you were to list it, if it was already a paid-off solar panel system, then you can easily say, Hey, this power is being generated from solar, you know, your power bill from the from the power company should be nothing, right? Unless you need more. That's a huge, you know, that's a huge gain for the next homeowner. Two. If there's still leftover payments on the, the loan or the lease, you just transfer that monthly bill to the next homeowner, just like you would with Dominion Energy or Mid-Carolina. You call in, hey, I got to get my power set up, and then that monthly bill is already lower, it's already fixed, it just has to change ownership. So it's a transferable program. And, I will, and I'll say this, right? Like, this is exactly what I do if I'm with a homeowner, right, who, who is very unfamiliar, is I'm like, okay... Let's be super logical if the power bill is less, it is guaranteed and locked in, and I can provide predictability right why would someone say no to that
1: so why, why
3: would someone say no i i i
0: I think that yeah i mean you've you've really debunked a couple of the myths that comes with yeah. solar panels you know because you're giving logic answers um to 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 the concerns you know the, the most common concerns, they, I think that at, at the end of the day, what it comes down is that somebody says somebody believes truly believes that they don't want to have a solar panel on on on, on, on their house, and they come and see a house that has solar panels on them. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a letdown for them, in, and yeah. the house sale you know could be affected because of that. In a yeah. market where it's a strong sellers market, yeah, it doesn't matter. Move on to the next buyer. But like we're experiencing right now, you know, it's a a slower market for certain properties. Um, Any single buyer that you can get means savings. And the point that I want to make is that if there is a shift on culture regarding solar, I can see how that can be a huge benefit. And you're working on it, you're probably right there in in, in that uh, inflection point, that point where, you know, we still have a lot of negativity from those companies that went bankrupt or they didn't provide a good customer service, or right. you know, you hear a lot of horror stories about people leaving behind the solar panels and now the homeowners have to pay to remove the solar panels and to fix all the damage that they did to the roof. Yeah. That is the most common one that we have. What's it guaranteed that that's not gonna happen with your company?
3: Yeah, so, dude, that's a great question. That's what I run into all the time. It is the hardest part about my job. Yeah. That's it. Uh, When I do my trainings, it is always about lack of understanding. That is the number one reason people do not get behind solar is because they don't have clear understanding on how it works or there was improper like sales tactics. Um, I would say this, that, you know, if you are a real estate agent, it it would behoove you to not study how it works because you could be leaving potential economic gain for yourself and for your homeowner on the table when you could sell your home for more value. So I'll answer your question, but here's the data and you can go Google it. You know, and some of these resources are trustworthy, not so much. Mm-hmm. silo says that your home value sells twenty two percent faster with solar. From all the homes that were sold, twenty two percent. Berkshire Hathaway, UC Berkeley Labs, Realtor.com, Rocket mortgage say that your home
0: values can increase anywhere from four to eight percent with solar on your property. Um, I, 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 I have somebody coming in. Yeah, go ahead. We still don't have that uh, option on our MLS when you, uh, when you have a search criteria that you mm-hmm. put, like, for example, prices or waterfronts, county, schools. We, still, we still don't have that solar panel option I think in there. you hit
1: the nail on the head at the beginning of our conversation. A lot of it is location-specific. Mm-hmm. You know, it's lo- location as far as, like, California, where – they have a power issue as it is. So I I can yeah. see where solar would be huge. And and we are having a conversion as things and we know the East Coast, everything hits what, about ten years later than yeah. the West Coast. <laughs> That's <how it> works. <laughs> um so yeah, I think a lot of it is is location specific. Like Carlos said, our MLS is not even caught up to us having that as an option on our featured sheet. Yeah.
3: Oh, and, I, and, and, and that like brings the thing is like we know that it's going to shift Yeah. and you can look at and again that's where it comes to education it's like oh that will never happen here okay look at the cost of power increases just in the last three years from Dominion 30% it's unheard of right so you look at that number one and then two you just look at who's moving here third most moved to state great market for homeowners great market for real estate agents if someone had a home And they were side-by-side, and they were identical, but one had solar with a lower fixed rate. Why would someone not want that? You have to think logical. How you list that, that's up to you. You're the real estate agent, I'm not that guy, right? Mm -hmm. I can only point the logic. To answer your question before, like, why is Lumio going to do it different? Like, I guess the only way to say that is, you know, we have a proven track record, right? We're a little bit more regulated and corporatized. And then second, like, we do everything in-house, so we don't want to subcontract out the electric or the install or the permits. We want to be able to control every part of the process to give the best experience
2: to the homeowners possible. So that way, we can have a partnership with real estate agents, or yeah. they feel like, hey, this is a good company. Let me just call the local manager and let's figure mm-hmm.
3: out how to get this transferred over, right? Well, let's pull up the contract and it's an easy read situation. Here's my bill. Here's what it's next year. Here's the rest of my payoff. Just to make it more simplified. But again, I think it just goes back to working together, being open-minded instead of constantly trying to be the devil's advocate and shut down. It's like, for homeowners and for agents, it's like, how can we make this a financial game for homeowners and make a financial game for real estate agents? I I I cannot find a loss in a lot of ways.
0: I have another scenario that actually I went through not too long ago. When... When you install your panels, do you look at the age of the roof and do you have like a minimum uh, age or a maximum age? And the reason that I'm asking this is because because I had a situation where uh, they installed solar panels on a 15, 20 year old roof. And not too long after that, they had to replace the roof. It uh, It was shingles were just falling down, so there was no patch up work in there. And the homeowner faced a uh, big bill, having to remove the panels, replace the roof, and then reinstall the panels. Um, obviously, when you look at the at, at the big picture and you look at the numbers, if you have to pay say ten thousand dollars extra, you know, just to to or five thousand dollars extra, that wipes out the savings. Right. So what 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 would be your response in that scenario?
3: Yeah, so there's a couple ways to handle it. Is one, we don't want to put solar on a roof that's you know shitty and falling apart. Sorry if I can't curse. No, that's
0: fine. <laughs> um, she doesn't let me, but she she, <laughs> she doesn't let me curse. <laughs> but like, but I think that you're good.
3: You're good. <laughs> um, so one, yeah, we want to inspect the roof to make sure it's in good shape. We don't want to give the homeowner a 25 year roof or leak warranty, right? If it's gonna be damaged. Right, that's a bad business practice for us and a bad business decision for the homeowner. So that's number one. We always inspect it. We want to make sure it's in good shape. Um, if it's a really old roof, fifteen to twenty years, usually we tell them, "Hey, you have to replace this, or we're not going to warranty." If you still want to do solar, or sign the waiver. It's not my responsibility, right? So that's that's number one. Number two, you know, you know, what I have found is most people, when they get a roof replacement, they just go through their insurance right because of hail damage or a tornado. So what happens is they'll pay their deductible, they, the the insurance company will then contact us and through the insurance claim, they'll pay us to come remove the panels, store them and then reinstall them. And then they'll sometimes even have us do the roof because we have you know contractors in the area that we use for roofing that we trust. So a lot of times, all you have to pay as a homeowner is just the deductible and that covers the cost of the roof and then the replacement uh, uh, the reinstallation of your panels called DNR, detach and reset. Third scenario, it's the shitty one. It's the one that your insurance doesn't cover it,
2: mm-hmm. right?
3: You've gone 20 years, now you have to get your roof replaced. And, you know, again, insurance covers it 90% of the time, but you still want to cover that, hey, this is the possible scenario that, yeah, you have to pay for the removal of the panels and you have to pay for it to be reinstalled. That's called DNR. Um, and it fluctuates with labor costs. Anywhere from a hundred to two hundred dollars per panel. So we're not renting anybody. Sometimes it's only twelve hundred bucks. Sometimes that's two thousand. Sometimes what we do is we take that cost and we just, you know, we what's that? What's the word? Uh like we can re, readjust our contract and just add it into the monthly bill rather than them coming out of pocket two grand. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. we not here to screw someone over. Yeah. We want people to save the most amount of money and have the best experience possible, tell all their friends and family, and if they feel like they have to pay five grand out of pocket three years down the road, that's going to make us not look too, too good, right? Yeah. So those are some solutions that we have, so hopefully that answers your question.
0: They're they, they, yeah. they, they pretty do. Do you have any more?
3: I
1: don't think so, Justin. I really appreciate your time. You've helped... Um, make me think of solar a bit differently Um, and and especially as far as good questions that we need to ask when we come in contact with a home that that has solar and we also now have a great resource to to call up and say hey this situation we're working with what do you know about it and what do you suggest so yeah
3: that's the biggest thing i would say is guys you know feel free to share my number like i'm an open book i'm here to help you guys win i'm here to help the homeowners win um You know, my challenge and request is to get with a solar guy and and get sold on it, right? (laughs) Actually go through the entire presentation, give him the hard questions, make him sweat a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, the worst case is that you walk away with more information, which you can put in your pocket, uh, that can help what's going to happen in 5, 10 years. So, um, or even now, again, doing pretty well right now as well, so. Well, it does
0: does sound like a very interesting option. Uh, Just in running out of time. But uh, I think that you answered pretty well a lot of our questions, and I appreciate that.
1: Yes, thank you so much. All right, what do you think?
0: I must say I'm a little bit more convinced than I was before. Really? Yeah, so I think that he did a pretty good job explaining, uh, like he said, you know, an open book type. uh, He seemed very genuine, and uh, he seemed like... All the answers that I got, uh, that we got, I think that they were pretty straightforward and actually made sense. Yeah, you know, I don't think that there was a there was something hidden in there. Uh, I do still believe, I do still believe, that we're not quite there yet to be to be able to say the stigma is gone.
1: Correct. I, I and like I said, I believe so much of real estate is location specific mm-hmm. as well as just the changes that we're seeing again in renewable energy. He said it's huge in California, we're, we're not there yet, but I think it's very important because it is here for us to understand it more so that we can better, not so much educate because I can't educate anybody on it, but I know somebody who can.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, and the truth is that if you actually have every single house in the planet producing their own energy you know at the end of the day it'll be a cleaner cleaner world you know uh it's still not perfect i believe you know but uh it's it's definitely a step forward into it so it's a very interesting uh, and i think that maybe 50 years from now you know when you are what hundred and five, <laughs> 50 I'm years gonna from now, backwards. yeah, we'll be looking back uh, uh, as the same way that we look back at, at cell phones, you know, yeah, and, and say, Hey, how come, how come we were living without it? I mean, there is a possibility out there that that's the conversation in 50 years. There's also a possibility that in 50 years, like, look at these crazy idiots installing all the solar panels in there. But I believe after having that conversation with Justin, we're leaning towards the, Every single house will be able to produce their own energy. Or at
1: least some of it.
0: Yeah. And they, obviously, the management is going to come from the power companies. I think that, you know, we're pretty far away from having... I mean, ideally, do you think what I always thought, uh, thought that... Um, you
1: could live off the grid with Yeah. yeah. That you can 100... You well, I mean, well, I guess you can if you buy the, what did he say, $30,000 battery, battery, yeah, 30,
0: battery pack. But yeah. that's
1: exactly what I thought mm-hmm. when he said, you know, the power company is storing it. And I thought, gosh, all these people who were thinking they could live off the grid, the solar panels, it, it's not quite as easy as I thought it was. Well, so.
2: the
0: technology is definitely evolving, uh, definitely getting better. I mean, you see with electric cars out there, you know, there are more and more and more electric cars, and there's people that uh like it, there's people that don't like them, there's people that believe in them, there is people that don't believe in there, you know. I little
1: something for everybody.
0: You know, I did rent a Tesla uh, not too long ago. I can tell you it was the engine output it was unbelievable. Yeah. The acceleration mm-hmm. and, and, and the power of that car and the the simplicity but at the same time all the stuff. I was sold on that area. There were a couple things that I really didn't like. Like having
1: to plug it in? (laughs) Like having
0: having to plan. We we, we took Plan all your stops, that's the problem. It was a trip to upstate New York, so we had to drive, I don't know, 300 miles. So it was kind of a planning. Uh, I had actually, on one of the last nights, I had to skip dinner with my friends and family so I can go and charge and then come back. I mean, those are little stuff that eventually will get better yeah you know i believe so i believe that uh, it's gonna get there is electric cars is solar uh, are electric cars are our solar panels a solution for that maybe at least it's something that we're we're seeing that we're getting in there if you know? nothing
1: else it's it's good to educate ourselves and learn more so if anybody wants to learn more about solar panels justin douglas of lumio is a great great contact and um we appreciate him being on the
0: show yeah and you know feel free to ask us you know what do we think about solar panels What uh because if there is an answer that we don't know well at least we have justin on our speed dial that's right it can happen anyway uh we're running out of time we're a little bit past beyond the time Yeah. Stop so me. we're going to change our name to 35 minutes was, uh, <laughs> 37 i don't know anyway bye see bye. you next thanks week
1: thanks for listening